Locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Third and final hour of the program. Here on your Monday, we are brought to you by Gray Wolf Golf Course. I'm ready, Dean. It's been long enough. I'm trying to think of what else at this point that I can tell you. But I mean, it's Mountain Play, Panorama BC, voted, I mean, annually voted, BC's number one public course by Score Golf Magazine. The Gray Wolf Golf Experience. Until you've done it, you haven't done it. Book today, graywolfgolf.com. And if you're worried about me ruining your day, I'm usually only out sort of four to six rounds a year. The odds of you being near me or even golfing the same day, quite remote. Do you know at this point which? Because you could put on your social media. I will, but I don't have them yet nailed down. So uh, I'll give everyone a heads up. I would think Grey Wolf would actually prefer you didn't because people will then be canceling tea times. This is what they do. They say fill the tea sheet because if the day's full, Pinner can't get out there. So just book your tea times now and get that place nice and safe. Well, there is that. Now, I have to admit... I was unaware that this was happening until our uh, our good friend Patty Dumas was like, "Yeah, I'm getting on an airplane. I'm going out. I'm going to Ottawa." It's like, "Well, going to Ottawa? What are you? What, what are you doing? What's Cavalry FC? Starting the season? Athletico Ottawa? Really? I had no idea already that we were uh, that we were already getting after it. Tommy Wheeldon Jr. Did you know that that your season opened this weekend? Were you aware, Tommy? Jeez, I don't think the scoreline suggested we were ready, but uh, yeah, we were we were there. Oh, come on now! Oh, wow. I mean, Jeez, it's early for that. I yeah. don't know. Jeez, you know what? Tommy. It's just uh, you're just still looking for your first goal of the season. That's all. Do we get to pick you up here? Is that what we have to do this morning? No, no, listen, listen. You, we've spoke long enough. Um, love to win, hate to lose, and yeah. uh, I think. But there's there's a lot to take from that game. It was a, a, a very tactically well done game. Both sides. I thought they shaded the first half and. I think we dominated the second half. I think that's probably what was most disappointing for us. We had so much dominance in their territory. I think it ended up being like 65% to 35% in their territory in our possession. They got into our box once. We, I think you call it in hockey where you fanned on your clearances a few times and they end up getting a dodgy penalty off of uh, you know, Jose's outstretched arm. And uh, then suddenly that's it. They sit back, do what, you know, the Atletico Madrid blueprint suggests park the bus and make it very difficult. And uh, we we give it everything we had, um, but we'll get it. I think it's, uh, it's uh, there was a lot more positives to take away. I think that's what makes the disappointment even worse. If we'd have gone there and been absolutely terrible, we'd have been gutted on the plane ride home. But I think because of the manner and performance and the way we controlled the game, um, now we've just got to work on other ways to uh, score the first goal. Because I think that's what happens in this league. You score the first goal. And it's so hard to come back from in the league of parity, but uh, we just didn't score the first goal. We had our penalty claims and just wasn't to be. So we'll bounce back, move on, and uh, we'll, we'll go again next week at Forge. Tommy, I got a case of the feels. I believe it was like five years ago where you on air told me what park the bus means in soccer. And I feel like we've just come <laughs> so far since there, uh, yeah. since then. Uh, do we do we, Dean? Do we need a, a park the bus? Analogy? I think I can. Yeah, I can wrap okay. my head around it. Yeah, I like that. Though okay. I don't so, mind that. Uh, so uh, that that's not the way that you want to play, Tommy, or depending no. on the circumstances, is no. it? Well, now listen, you know, there's times in a game where you've just got to suffer and, and, and defend. I just don't like doing it the, for the, most of the game, and that's what we say. Even at half time, when we felt we could be better, we did, and we and we went at them. And I think when you 
away from home to have that much dominance, I think, is, is, is a good sign. It only bodes well. We've got a tough road stretch. And I think we said at the start of it where, you know, the first half of our season, we're on the road nine times out of 14. So we've got to get good at being on the road. And it was a close game. You know, if we'd have walked away with a tie, we would have gone, well, oh, OK, OK, we'll build on that. Um, I think we, we felt that we did enough to win it and uh, just didn't get the, the goal. I mean, Joe Mason's had a good chance. I think Sergio's had one. They've had one cleared off the line. We had a couple of penalty claims. Ali Mushi was very good. So I said, there's a, there's a lot of good things there that we can wrap around. And today we'll study the videotape and, uh, and build on from it. And that's our job as coaches is to, to coach these improvements and the players to respond to these improvements. Bit on the road um, before you, we get to the day we want to get to, but tell us uh, who we should be watching for when we get to at Cofield as Bruce Meadows in terms of the new players. We saw some of their faces at the jersey unveil a few weeks ago, but, yeah. but uh, who have you liked and who should people be watching for? Well, listen, I thought Charlie Trafford had a very good game. I mean, he took the captain's armband as well, which was great because uh, Mason had just recovered from COVID. So unfortunately, when we travelled to Montreal a couple of weeks ago, you know, Mason came back and he uh, tested positive. So we had to do the necessary protocols. He then missed a ton of training and games and we felt it was right for him to not start when he hadn't been sharp enough. Um, and I thought our back line was good, but Charlie was uh, smashing. Fraser Red delivers one of the best crosses of the ball in this league, I believe. Uh, Maya Bevan is uh, back to training this week. He just kind of strained in his uh, in around his hamstring um, nothing major. It was like a, a, a two to three week job. So he's back in training this week. He's sharp and he gives us something different. I thought uh, when Jean Agnelassi came off the bench um, for Ali Moussi, who was having a great game on Saturday, he just showed that explosiveness that I think uh, we need. And he's going to be important to us in the running, but with everything, right? It t- you just got to get in the run of games and get this flow and chemistry working. And uh, I think we'll be good. I think there's a lot of really good things about it, as well as having some good chemistry. And, uh, you know, we've even got Marco Carducci back into full training. So um, Amazing. Lots, yeah. lo- lots of really good things happening that we've just got to be patient because, you know, it's a, essentially a 28-game qualifying period for playoffs. Nobody cares about where you finish in the league table, and we've been there. Yeah, We've got to make sure that we finish the race strong and finish at a good time going into playoffs, and, uh, and that'll be our task this year. Just a thought on Marco, the journey he's been through this past offseason, and I think that you guys aren't shying away from talking about it nor making nope. that uh, a center point of the team in some ways. He's been one of your best players since season one. Uh, he's been to national team tr- camps, and uh, you guys seem to rally around him. He was the player that got to unveil the jersey a few weeks ago. Yeah. He's, uh, listen, first and foremost, terrific human being. He's a, a great player with great family around him. He's got the Carducci friends and co uh, in the stands. But he just represents everything this city is. You know, it's uh, it's honest. It's in your face. It's he, he's a, a bit of an entrepreneur as well. But he's he, he faces his challenges front on. And when he was hit with this news of testicular cancer, it was just obviously you could see it rocked him. It rocked us. But I think it just then strengthened the bond. That you know what you know it puts you know results like Saturday into perspective. You're like it's a game of soccer, right? The kids just come through battling testicular cancer. He's been an advocate now of sharing it and making it known so that he can help you know, more young males in that age range between 17 and 35 that have gone through it and know that and normalize it in a way that this happens and this is how you have to act upon when things aren't right. And like I said, I think he's just given us all that strength in the manner in which he's done it. And then to be back in training, blocking shots and doing his thing, just everyone's like, wow, what a guy. 
Okay, so you got Forge this weekend, then York the following weekend, and finally May 1st, we get to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, it'll be your first home opener since year one where you actually have fans. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or at least first oh. game of the year. Or the, yeah, because you started in the bubble last year. You had the, the, the PEI yeah. bubble. I, I feel like this is going to be a big one. Yeah, it is. And it's the first time we've ever uh, not won or picked up points in the first game of the season. So I think there's... There's a lot of firsts still occurring in this young league. Uh, we're looking forward to it. I said, we know the, 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 it's going to be a very good league. Just looking at the other games around the, around the league this, this week, they were all tight one-goal games. So I think we know that it's going to be probably the most balanced league this year. That's why home, home performance is probably what gets you into the top four spot. So we know at Ackill Field, we're one of two grass pitches. It's an amphitheater. It's great noise. Our fans are the best in the league, bar none. And, and, and I don't mean in disrespect to the others. I mean it in a compliment for ours. We're just so unique, so loud, great singing, great noise. You've been there. And I think it's, uh, it does. It gives that 12-man effect. And that's something that we'll need come May 1st because, you know, Pacific are coming to town and they're the current reigning champion. So should make for a great game. Dean's practicing his bicycle kick. He's ready. He's, we see, saw the highlights on the weekend. Did you see Dude, that? Yeah. Uh, what a goal that was. you got to bring oh, him in God. late. He does, I don't know that he's going to run 8K, but he's practicing the bicycle kick. Maybe like an 85th-minute substitute. <laughs> from, from the peloton in his basement? That's right. That's I'm, right. A, I'm yeah. sneaky. I'm sneaky quick. Just don't, I, like, he, like he says, I'm a secret weapon. Don't, uh, don't make too late. big a deal Save out of it. That's right. I'll be there for yeah, you. That's it, mate. Yeah, I'll be there for you. But, you know, by the time Pacific comes to town, you'll be 2-1. and one, You'll be rolling. Back-to-back back wins, yeah. top of the table. There you go. Tommy, be good, Points buddy. Are, yeah. Points on the board. That's it. That's right. All that matters. Good to talk to you, pal. Looking forward to Thanks. it. Take care. There he Bye. is. Tommy Wilden Jr. Uh, 1-0. They lose in Ottawa, as you mentioned. Go to Ottawa, come back. Go to Hamilton, come back. Go to Toronto, come back. I understand people travel, but it's, uh, it's a lot of travel. It is a lot of travel, dude. And then just two of five at home in the month of May. So, yeah, you... We're going to make it up to you. Lots in July, lots in August. And they do have the Canadian Championship game against FC Edmonton, which is a fun tournament they play in season where if they take care of business against Edmonton, it looks like the lineup of the Whitecaps, which would be a ton of fun, the MLS side. And if you want to watch these out-of-town games, you can go find a little pub. You know, there's pubs around town. There's a few that have been were stacked up pretty good for mm-hmm. Saturday's opener. So uh, keep an eye on that. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I was... I know you were busy. You can go to their website. Uh, just Google Cavalry FC game day tickets, flex packs, season tickets. If you've not been, we've told you this uh, many times now. It is uh, it is worth it. It's great. Uh, unlike any other sporting experience in the city, not to say better or worse, but incredibly unique. And if you haven't, you got to. Yeah, I think it's very well put. It is very. It is. Unlike it's not anything. like another sporting event that's no. around. Sorry, it isn't. The venues. Venue's nuts. The venue's the fan experience is totally different. Yeah. There's not a jumbotron that says cheer. And there again, the foot soldiers are going bananas at the one end. Get as close as you'd like. Walk amongst them. Stay away. Whatever your comfort level is. It's a game that you're not at. Uh, chances are things will be all right. Hmm. Things will be just fine. Very nice. Either. Just fine. No, it's fine. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Just kind of throwing it out there. Uh, just one game in the NHL coming up this eve. That means evening. Uh, Winnipeg, Montreal. Now, because I, I brought it up earlier, there's no chance for, for Winnipeg. I, I don't know. Now, I, I was away from it for, for a few days. I wasn't paying that close attention. And then when I saw this uh, big Winnipeg with a big 4-3, four, four, keeping their playoff hopes alive, I was like, what has happened since I last played that close attention? Have they gone on some sort of a winning streak? No. 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 
They're, uh, their, their playoff chances technically are still alive at 1% by the model I'm looking at. So they kept those 1% chances alive. Good on you, boys. I mean, not looking to take pleasure in others' misfortune. But, but it's over there, yeah. It, it is over. The Canucks, they've got a 6% here. Huh? That seems very unlikely. So what are we? We basically have one one team obviously positioning in the in the east we've been set it's just a matter of who's finishing where and there's still a fair bit of movement that can take place the atlantic is nuts right now yeah like we've seen boston toronto tampa all sit in second place at points in the last few weeks here florida looks like they're going to win the thing but we don't know what the one versus wild card is we don't know what the the two versus three looks like i mean tampa at one point was going to be a wild card going to start the playoffs in carolina uh last week now Today, they're sitting in third. The, they would play Toronto. But Boston, if they can time and points, they've got the tiebreaker. They're one back. Game's played even. And then the, the two things to watch in the West is, are who are the teams that get in. And then not only that, but can one of these – can Vegas catch L.A. if they can't catch a wild card? Because the Kings suddenly have been just okay, which isn't good enough with Vegas rolling and Dallas protecting that lead pretty nicely. Nashville ain't going away. Vegas getting the offense that we want. Where did it go? But they've now got, uh, what, seven and three in their last 10. They are two back of Dallas. They have played one one more game. That's the one thing that Vegas really for the last four games. Yeah, back, it, right? they, they have had the um, the games played disadvantage for for this whole run. But they've won some games. And you you couple that with what's going on with the L.A. Kings. One of and one of the losses in there to the Calgary Flames, but they've lost three in a row. They've had some leads. They've blown those leads. One and now, win and they're lost seven in regulation. And now just two points up on Vegas. And I have to admit, I looking at some of those uh, mathematical probability deals that uh, you trot out there, mm-hmm. it did not look good for Vegas. Not they're, that long old. They're up dumb, to a coin toss now. Yeah. They were 48% by this morning, is what I'm reading in front of me. So it's a careful what you wish for, but we're... Uh, we're rooting for a Golden Knights uh, run here to maybe get uh, to third spot in the Pacific and, oh, and Edmonton Vegas round one. Is that what we'd like to see? Yes, but careful because if Vegas starts feeling good in round one, oh, I understand. You might see what. Mm. No, I understand. It's uh, it's the careful what you wish for. Fifty-one percent for Vegas. So it's close. Really, they've come up quite a bit. Yeah. Who would you... I don't know. I don't either. I mean, I guess it's the difference between enjoying something you like or watching something horrible happen to something you don't like. Really, how evil are you, a human? How, how mentally, disturbingly, like, odd are you? I'll say this. Just because of all of what Vegas is, I will be more jacked to watch them in any series than I would be L.A. That building, especially with what they've, if they get in, the the run they'll have to be on for like a month straight, you're not going to want to see them if they get in. Is, where is Eichel at? Stone comes back. Patrick, that just everything about Vegas. They've become the black hat in many ways in the National Hockey League. Good for business. What's up with their goaltending? Can Robin Leonard give them the goaltending? All of that sort of thing. An Edmonton Vegas first round would be wild. And I don't know that, I think the Oiler fans would probably rather face the Kings, I think. But man, give me some Vegas Edmonton. And yeah, you you may have to deal with the repercussions down the road, but what a series that should be. 20 shots, four goals, and a helper in his last four games. Jack Eichel, if you need him. 
I know when things weren't going well there, they were saying, oh, look, it's Eichel Kerr. He's been playing very well. You stretch it back further, okay, fine. He's got six goals in his last seven games, two helpers as well. Guy's putting up five shots a game and pretty much scoring almost every night. What more can you ask for from anyone that plays the sport? Well, I mean, not much. He's not, he's not stopping pucks there, remember? You're aware of Calgary jersey. You could ask that. It was close. Chip sailed. Uh... Just a quick look last night, some uh, 4-2 Washington beats Boston. That's three in a row for the Capitals. They looked kind of, you know, dead and buried. They're now four back of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got a big win yesterday. They had lost four in a row, two, six, and one Mm. in their previous nine before last night. I'll get into that in a moment. But uh, Washington does double up Boston by a score of 4-2. to Alexander Ovechkin, dude, 45. 45 so goals. He's got 10 games to go. He needs five goals. To get to 50. Yeah, that's right. He's no Austin Matthews. How about that over the weekend? The Austin Matthews has scored 50 goals in his last fit. It's not 50 and 50. That whole thing. Incredible feat. Just wish it happened to a different market. It's really great. Yeah, anyway. What would, what would the buzz be if that happened in Carolina? I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, I don't think it. No. You know. Nothing. Uh, Ovi at 45 goals now. That is. The second most goals in a single season for someone aged 36 or more. One person aged 36 or more had more than 45 in a season. Any guesses? Logo, I'll include you on this. One person who isn't Alexander Ovechkin, obviously, because he's Alexander Ovechkin. But one player in NHL history has had more goals at age 36 or more in a single year. Do you want to give an era for me or no? Is that uh, too easy? Sure, I can do it. Uh, 06, 07. Ooh, geez. 06, 07. The answer. 48 goals in his 36-year-old season for Team Usolani. Wow. Damn. Because remember, he was done there for a while. Went to Colorado. Like he and Korea went to Colorado. So that's a good score. He's the finished flash after all. And then got things going near the end of his career. Decent. I would have gone through a lot of guesses before I got to him. Yeah. But um, I don't remember being that old, but there you go. Okay. There you go. I believe you, Dean. I believe you. Well, I think you shot. Why would, why would you doubt me? Boston, despite the loss, they've lost two of three. They're one point back of Tampa for third in the Atlantic. As you said, who's going to, who's playing the Leafs in round number one? Don't know that the Leafs are going to catch Florida. Don't know the Florida's coming back to the pack. Is it going to be Boston? It's going to be Tampa. Who who are we going to see? As much as we like to pick on Toronto, that will be dramatic to see how things finish. And the other thing that's beautiful about it, there will be one that you've got Calgary, Edmonton in the West, Toronto. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to have these double headers back and forth. Like it's round one is the best. I am so excited, Dean. Multiple screens, jumping over here at intermissions. We got to go here. It's an overtime. Oh gosh, we're going to go there for the other channel. Right. Oh. Give me a battle of Florida at some point. Give me a battle of Alberta at some point. That's what we need to we need to figure out. What do we want for round two? So what do we need to have happen in round one? Well, and for, in the battle of Florida thing, you could have Tampa finish fourth, play Carolina, and then Florida and Tampa could meet in the conference final. Okay. Do you want to save it that late? Do you want it early? Do you care? Well, that so if so that, mean, be round three. that means one of them's going to the cup final. Do I want? Yes. I and. We can adopt the Panteros. What's not to like about them? Yeah. We like eggs, our boy. 
Huh? Yeah, fine. I mean, uh, I don't know if there's anybody else. Because I'm kind of like uh, Team Chaos, so everyone has said that the Leafs will never win a series ever because they're morons or whatever. I'd like to see them win a series, but then also still flame out. Like, you want to give them a little hope and then see their hope crushed, right? Yeah. Uh, but we need to battle Florida. And Colorado, the, the, the same story with Toronto as with Colorado, but it's just two rounds. Despite all the teams they've had, they haven't been through to the third round since like the early 2000s. Not crazy? Hmm. Another story on there. Pittsburgh, meanwhile, they are third in the Metro. Season ends today. They've got the Rangers. As mentioned, they had they were two, six, and one in their previous nine. They got an OT winner from Cross last night. 28 now for Sid. Cross. In game number eleven hundred. And look out, the Rangers are two points back at Carolina. We thought Wild. that thing was sewn up, right? Wild. They've won three in a row. The Wilder in the West. Carolina. Right, yes. Yeah. No, I got it. Yeah. Uh, do you see how many goals now for uh, Matt Duchesne? 38. The guy that can't score anymore. The guy that's... Uh, he can score anymore. 38 goals. He can score anymore. Holy. But what they've a season. Lost, uh, what a resurgence for him. But they've lost back-to-back and three of their last five. So, now... And Dallas, is, Dallas and Vegas, both very happy about that. There are more combinations than just these two teams. Like There's, more, there's obviously four teams, I believe, the Flames could re- realistically face in round one. Would you prefer Nashville to Dallas or Dallas to Nashville at this point? It has to be Dallas, right? Well, I don't know, because one of them's been a lot better than the other for the last three weeks. That's been Dallas. Um, Dallas has the one line that's a wrecking ball and a bunch of other guys that, yeah, maybe they'll show up, maybe they won't. Nashville's got a goalie and that crazy building. And as you said, all of a sudden, Matt Duchesne can score again. They also lead the league in fighting majors. That... They in Minnesota might be the two toughest teams in the West in terms of physicality. I'd put the Flames in that group as well. What would be great is if we knew going into the last week that they were going to play Nashville because they play them twice. They do, yeah. In the final six games. Well, and I think even at the point of those games, you might be able to try to get them or try not to get them. I, I wouldn't suggest Daryl's ever going to tell the team not to work, but you could certainly put this player in or roll four more. I don't know. Like We kind of... He doesn't really do that as we saw last year down the stretch. But No, he does not. But their play against Nashville twice, Dallas once, Vegas once, that's four of their final 10 games, and those are massive games for all their opponents in terms of that seeding. Are you wildcard one? Are you wildcard two? Did you miss the playoffs? Or in Vegas's case, did you sneak up to three in the Pacific? Where, Because LA loses last night 6-3. to three. They had a 3 nothing lead. They scored three on five against Marc-Andre Fleury. And then fell to pieces. Six unanswered. Kaprizov's got 42. And for the Kings, five of seven, three in a row as far as defeats. Who's got the better math there? In terms, is it still, they're still in better shape than Vegas because of? Yes, because again, they have more points, and but it's closer than it used to be, right? Because it's a two-point edge. Yeah, which isn't a but ton. A, but but they, Vegas does have a game in hand. L.A. also has a really light schedule. They do. I looked at L.A.'s schedule. Everybody sucks. That's a lot of uh, soft. Right here, I'm seeing 69% for L.A., 51% for Vegas. And those can change. Well, yeah. Like If if L.A. loses the next one and Vegas wins the next one, they're they're probably sawed off there, right? I didn't think we were going to have any drama there. L.A.'s, excuse me, Edmonton's kind of run away and hid for second. Flames righted the ship after the three-game skid with four in a row. 
And L.A., the one regulation win in seven. Mm-hmm. Wonder how the puckering's going there, Dino. I would suggest there's some puckering. Potential puckering. So here's the numbers in terms of probability of first-round matchups. Calgary, 48% chance to see Dallas. And that's the highest, right? Yeah. So the most likely situation for Calgary is the Dallas Stars, but it's less than a 50-50. So as probable as it is Dallas, it's actually more probable it's someone not named Dallas. The other very likely outcome is Nashville at 41%, St. Louis at 6 and then there's a tiny chance for Vegas, if I can uh, read between the lines, or L.A., if mm. either of them got to wildcard one. But there's a lot of weird things left up to get there, I think. So, again, pick your central foe. The Sabretooth or the Star? What does it mean for me? What does it mean for well, me? Well, you're going to like the earlier start times. I feel like they're both central time, though. Am I right? Or is, is Nashville in Eastern? I feel I like it's central. central. Yeah. So you're going to have the similar puck drop times. I do love seeing that building in Nashville. It is not so. Um, although Dallas, man, we were talking about it last week. Stand in the final two mm-hmm. minutes and cheering. That building gets rocking in the playoffs. I think you want Nashville. Well, and, and the other thing is, you saw Dallas in the bubble. You wouldn't want us to curse the old guys on that team because we saw that series end. Yeah, we had our jinxy pants on and in great, like full full display after game one. So who scares you more? I, I maybe it is Dallas a little bit. Then again, if you can control that one line, which is Hints Robertson and Pavelski, I think your other nine forwards can be better than their nine. Uh, Ottinger, it's going to be what? Pretty green playoffs because it was Hudobin the last time they were in that carried the mail significantly. If you look at goals for and against, it's interesting. Dallas has 10 games left and they're a minus three. Yeah. They've also played way better the last three weeks, which is how they've, you know, fended off Vegas and some other teams. I mean, it. I don't think there's a clear-cut team you want. And then let us remind ourselves that I think the Flames, a lot of people in eighteen nineteen were saying, hey, yeah, they want Colorado. So careful. Bonus also ripped the Stars on Saturday. Did he? Well, and they he bounced did. back nicely yesterday, right? That's good. Good for him. Tampa Bay beat Buffalo 5-zip. Uh, Buffalo not going to the playoffs. Not this year, Dean. Owen Power, first overall pick two years ago or last year, however you want to look at it, mm-hmm. expected to make his debut as a Sabre tomorrow against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Very exciting. He's big and tall, and he's got great hair. You seen his he hair? good hair? Oh, really? He's got great hair. Wow. Because it's I interesting to see how the story changed a little bit from, well, he's going to be a do-it-all defenseman, but nothing too special, and then he has a hat trick in that one world junior game before they gunned the thing, and it's yeah. like, oh, no, he's going to be everything. I'm like, well... I want to see him play. I'm excited. Or did it even start at the Men's World Championship? Yeah, that too. Right? Uh, So Tampa Bay, they beat Buffalo 5-zip. They now move into third in the Atlantic. We've just kind of spent a lot of time talking about that. They're one point up on Boston. Oh, Dallas' next two games, Dean. They get Tampa tonight, Minnesota tomorrow. Dallas. Yeah, this is, it's officially out-of-town scoreboard. Big time. Teams have anywhere from 10, 11, 12 games left. And except for tonight, Winnipeg, Montreal, not a, there's no clinching uh, a probability. You know what? Tonight. Take tonight, Dean. We'll talk tomorrow. All right. Uh, 
did you see how our boy uh, John Gibson? What the kind yeah, of role he, he's on? Well, I saw Stellars against the Flames the other night, so no. Uh, Gibby, last night, four on forty-two. He is oh, oh ten 42. and two. Oh ten and two in his last twelve starts. Forty-two. I mean, mm-hmm. how many are you expecting him to let in? Four seems like the right number. Jeez, mixing a win, dude. Well, mixing some roster. Okay. You seen the guys they substituted lately? Raquel Lindholm. Big minutes there. Manson. Manson, yeah. Too tough for D. Oof. Dallas last night. We keep coming back to Dallas. They beat Chicago 6-4. to four. Uh, Robertson, 34 goals. Jeez. Rupe, goal, two helpers. Sagan has 22. 27 for Pavelski. Man. It's a 31-goal year for Hints. 18 for Jamie Benn. Be careful. Careful what you wish As Luke, be Be careful. As Lou would tell you. One word. Be careful. Be careful. And yeah, the uh, Jets in Ottawa. So bad news for the Jets and their playoff hopes. Apparently Mark Shifley injured last night uh, did not return. They're seven points back of uh, the Dallas Stars. Only seven, eh? Come on now. With what, eight or nine oh, to play? Smart yeah. Be better. Let's be better. What do you got coming up in uh, the old Flames talk today? It's Monday. We'll be checking in uh, with a Rick Ball. Are you going to get a Rick Ball? Is it a Monday still? It's a Rick Ball Monday. It's a Rick Ball Monday. Yeah. Great to hear Rick on the call. Well, and he was in Seattle, right? Believe I believe he, he and, was. He and Cassie went to check out that uh, beautiful new rink. Yeah, uh, TV was, side's back on the road. How good is that? And I was down at uh, the 403 Eatery there. for We had a live show. Oh, did you go? Steinberg was there. Steinberg. But I'd check in and uh, get some details. Right. That's you. On the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, hey, of course, yeah. What did happen with uh, the minutes on the penalty kill there mm-hmm. with uh, Good Branson yeah, yeah, out? Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of which, did you hear uh, there was a, a guest on overtime? I, uh, I would like to thank some of the fine staff here who do alert me to celebrity sightings, mm-hmm. big breaking news in the sports world, and specifically when my favorite caller overtime calls. What's going on at your station? It's not, uh, it's not the best of all time, but whenever Sylvia calls in, it's worth a listen. We'll do it next. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. We got a little uh, Eric Francis uh, Monday today. I, I thought he'd be uh, no gallivanting somewhere, no? Oh, is he not? Uh... No, tomorrow. Really? Really? Yeah, he can flex some money to a Tuesday. Come on, no. It's Francis. Couldn't get it uh, flayed out of LAX. Is that what we're uh, dealing with? Or lots well, of I mean, hey, it's uh, it's an Eric Francis uh, every Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Live standard bred racing back at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino every Saturday. Post time, 2 p.m. 2.15 p.m. Let's go with 2.15. Okay, you tell me. Visit hpibet.com for more details. Get to go uh, go, 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 go root on the ponies. Come on. It doesn't take you to put a couple bucks down, and all of a sudden you're so invested. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I've never heard of this horse before in my life, but I now I, I love it with all my heart. Yeah. And, and run, you son of a... I mean, that's how it starts, right? I guess yeah. At uh, the beginning, you're in love yeah, with the Something like horse. that. How are you doing today? You good? I'm great. I'm yeah? just I'm, I'm on the social medias. I'm so I know savvy. You are. I, I'm trying to 
get this all sorted. I got to center this. Because I've been watching, uh, I've been watching you go about your business over there. Your scheduling for the week. You have one of the, uh, uh, what do you like an agenda? You have an actual tangible book that you use for keeping your life straight. Well, I do some in the book and some on my phone so that I can double book myself twice in a one week span. I noticed I did that today. That was good. I was going to say, so for... I got to double up on Wednesday and a double up Thursday. <laughs> for a book so, that big, yeah. I thought maybe you'd avoid the double book. Well, see, I did a good job in March filling it, but this one just yeah, no half. And so many phone. different like you've got red ink and green ink and blue ink. Yeah, you got the boys, you got the wife. So what's the the red ink? Uh, that's the flame schedule. Okay. And, and you got some blue? Some work engagement. Blue is going to be, uh, that looks like activities. So I've got kids swimming there. I've got a ski day there. Mm. Got the golf thing we did with old Todd there last Friday. But then I get lazy with the, the colors and the, the consistency goes yeah. to the, you know. Anyway. It's a good run. You okay if I call you my work wife for this uh, thing here? Whatever. Okay, good. Sounds. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's game day. The Seattle Kraken come to town. Been waiting for Callie Yarncroke to finally get a piece of his former team. We thought we'd see it on Saturday. No. At long last. It is, uh, I don't, is troubling the right word? Disturbing? Um, what are you getting at? Well, it's been a while here. I thought it was going to be a one game or usually see illness guys right back. That's not the kind of illness you want rolling around your room. No, I think it, I think it was in the room. Obviously, uh, we saw that with the number of bodies that went down. Now, we did not hear a confirmation one way or the other on what Branson was out with, so maybe it was flu-like symptoms. Maybe he was sick. Maybe it's an injury. The way he plays, it would not surprise you if there was something that would have kept him out of the games uh, on the weekend or Thursday, whatever it was, Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. But he does play through a lot. That'll be the other thing, too, when you talk about, we, we can talk about goaltending mm-hmm. until we're blue in the face. What do you do with some of these guys? You've well, got Mackey, you've got Michael Stone. These guys have both played, can play. Uh, I'd like to see a lot of Connor Mackey down the stretch. I didn't think at the start of the year we'd be talking about, let's get some rest for Good Branson, you know? Let's uh, yeah, let's yeah. get him recharged because we're really going to need him. I thought we'd be doing this one. Hey, let's get some rest. <laughs> yeah. Load management. Yeah. Uh, gutty, got to have a rest. But no, he's been great. And I, I maybe, like, we don't know this. We can only hypothesize, but... If they're Dallas or Vegas right now and you're playing for your lives, like your ability to be in the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if we'd see some guys back in the lineup already. Like, I don't know that that's the case, but you don't have to rush guys back now. Mm -hmm. You don't have to ask someone to play through something that's going to hurt them in May. You can allow a little more time. Yarn croak, you're at 80% or whatever it is. No worries. Gutty, take an extra day, right? Why not? Now, Zadorov missed one, came back in for the game against uh, the Kraken. Got to get Gutty good, right? Got to get Gutty good. Got to get him good. Yeah. Good out Gutty's of, the best of, Gutty. Out of all of it, you you wondered the most probably about Shillington. How are you? Because that was a heck of a collision into the end boards about a week to 10 days after you took a similar heck of a collision into the end boards. Yeah. So you hope he's all right. The uh, the bodies, the um, Ruzichka, Valimaki, they've both been, if if only paper, they've been uh, moved back down. So you would think that bodes well for getting guys in. Who knows? But a game tomorrow against the Kraken, which is another one. It was in that, that six-game span that we talked about, how you could really put yourself in a great spot 
Because remember, they they were winless in three going on to that road trip. And one the of nervous the lo- Nellies are back out. Remember all the nervous Nellies? Oh, they lost three in a row. And one of those losses was against the team you're going to open up against, the LA Kings. You get the win there, you beat the Ducks, you beat the Sharks, and then get it done again. So that's, uh, yeah, eight of a uh, possible eight points. So you are. With three weeks to go in the regular season, you're not in cruise control mode, but you are the hunted. Yeah. Absolute hunted in this scenario. And you've got some Arizona in there. You've got Seattle one more time. Chicago coming up. I don't know where Vancouver will be in two weeks' time. There's certainly a lot more comfortability now than if they'd gotten, say, four points of eight on the road. You now can, you have the luxury to say, okay, well, do, who needs rest? Where mm-hmm. are we at, boys? They're going to win that division. Daryl's going to get that Jack Adams. <laughs> I'm going to get that 13 to 1 bet paid out. Mm. Are you? Flames to win the division. With whom? I mean, with whom? One on your. Uh... Oh, no. I, I would. It was. So I think it was the second road trip or the first of the year. And we watched them the first two games of the year. They they outplay their opponents and they'll come up with one point. They go into Edmonton, get special teamed. They dominate Anaheim, don't get any bounces, lose in a shootout or overtime. Overtime, I think it was whatever it was. It was a game two of the year. They're oh one and one to start the year. And then they have those two massive, what, five and six game roadies out of the gate. And somewhere in there, we're just watching and you're like, why didn't we know this was going to look like a Daryl Sutter hockey team? They hired him. We know who he is. We know his track record. They're getting goaltending, and he's clearly instilled some structure. The work ethic is not going to be an issue. They're showing up on time every night. And I looked at the odds, and I was like, well, 13 to 1, that's ridiculous. It should be like 6 or 7 here. I'll take the long shot. Hmm. Should put more than 3 bucks on it, though, right? Big spender. <sighs> you know, it's, it's funny right now hearing some of the talk that's out there. Everybody's having a career year. Yeah, well, is, uh, is that... So you're being criticized for having a bunch of players perform at their best. Yeah, and I think people are confusing that what a guy having a really good year this year is absolutely because his contract's up. No. It's not that because you go I, up and I down the roster. I think if you're really smart of it, you look at the coach and you say, that's why these guys are having career years. How did no one put those three together before last year when Daryl got here? Is there anybody on the blue line that isn't? Because Hannafin um, is after the other night. Tanev, we know he is. Good Branson certainly is. Jeez, uh, yeah. I think Zadorov is close, Michael if not Stone. there. <laughs> Rasmus Anderson. Absolutely, Rasmus, yeah. Now, there's more to it than just points, clearly. Yeah, and so when everyone on the roster is having a career year, it might have something to do with, you know, the coach, the culture, the team concept, not just guys saying, oh, I can get paid this summer. Come on. Yeah. That doesn't hurt if you are going to get paid and you're having a career, but I, I don't think it was Johnny saying, yeah, I'm not going to back check this year because it's not a contract year. I think it was Daryl saying, let's win. Let's do something special. Here's how I need you to play. And he, and Johnny bought in. And it wasn't like it was the first time someone's asked a star player to focus a little more on the defensive side of the puck, but great coaches can get that done better than mediocre ones. They've had a lot of mediocre coaches um, when I look back. And I understand that different coaches, different places, different rosters, but Daryl's the best coach here they've had since Daryl. Mm-hmm. And it still comes down to the player that you you can be handed the 
the toolbox. You still got to get in there and do the work. And to Goudreau's credit, what a year it's been. And it's not like he, he looks more threatening offensively while being better defensively. How does that happen? I don't know, but we're witnessing it on a near nightly basis. Coaches say it all the time, yeah. and it just feels like coach speak. But look at this year. That line has been so good defensively, and they're all having career offensive years. Andrew Majapani, 12 games, no goals, one in his last 19. I was looking this morning. He has 30, as we know. If he was sitting at 29, you know, Jesus, he is that got to get the 30. He's, 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 I thought he was a, co- a contract year, Dean. So that, that was the only reason he was having a career. Didn't he? Did he forget it was a contract year, Dean? 48 points, 30 goals, and 72 games, but one in 19, which is hard. To, yeah, can't buy it. Like, hard to believe uh, he's because. He's creating, but I just can't buy one. Yeah. Did not expect he would go on that kind of a skid based on the start that he had. So maybe if you save a little off of the man, Japan, he, see, you know, you can go. you give more yeah. to Johnny? Maybe. Well, you're going to the playoff thing, though, because you know man is going to have some greasy Ooh, goal yeah, mouth, yeah. Well, win the series-type goal. Get Rich Winner on the phone. Let's get this thing done, Tootsweet, before the playoffs. Let's get just get it Tootsweet, done. Tootsweet, what's that in Spanish? Means, uh, Means quickly. Hasta la vista. Hasta la vista. Yeah. What does that mean? Now it's time for uh, what you want to talk about. Brought to you by... Calgary Lock and Safe. Operate your locks with the touch of your phone. Upgrade to smart locks with Calgary Lock and Safe. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. OMG, thank goodness you guys are back. Well, that's nice. Man, I have been overwhelmed with backhanded compliments this weekend, I got to say. Is that right? Like, boy, I never thought I would miss your ass, but man, well, are you back? Thank you for coming back Monday. You said yeah. you're Monday? You are, for sure, right? Good. Like, I'm back, baby! Because you're terrible. But that was worse. Yeah, I didn't realize that the crap you guys did is actually better than some other options out there. Mm. Thank you, guys. Uh, oh, see, this is not nice, is it? But how will we ever replace Geo? No, it's not. It's not that Geo. Geo might yeah, be It's an interesting question. Okay. But uh, that was an off-season conversation point that seems completely irrelevant now. Didn't think that was going to go that way. Oh, see, somebody, I, I apologize. I forgot about Sylvia. So, well, this will be kind of a... Well, Sil can come in where she wants. You, yeah. What, you want to talk about Sil? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's Sylvia. Yeah. What's going on at your station? We've had a bunch of guys go down with COVID. That's honestly, that's that's all it is. Oh, okay. I have had such a confusing morning with you being on in the morning at 5 o'clock. Well, yeah. I, was, I wasn't actually on in the morning. It was just oh, me on Oh, I know tape. you weren't. It was a rerun because I heard it the yeah. night before. Don't be stupid, Pat. She knows. Sylvia's up at one listening, Come and on. she's back up at five listening again. She right. knows Pat's not waking yeah. up. Well, I, I wasn't actually on in the morning. It was just oh, me on Oh, I know tape. you weren't. It was... You fucking idiot. Well, I'm sorry to hear that a whole bunch of the staff is down with COVID. Oh, but on. I was thinking back over the years. And Will and Logan and um, Marty Rose, 
all were on the phone. Maddie Rose. Maddie Rose. No, Marty. Maddie Rose. We're all on the phone. We can keep that right, by the way. Marty Rose. Yeah, we got okay, it. Okay, thank you. And again, Steinberg, you you, you go with it. You got to roll, roll with it. Like, come on now. Love you, Marty Rose. That's right. That's better. Marty Rose. It's so good. So thank you. Uh, thank you for that, Sylvia. Preach. Uh, She's worried about the forwards not coming back. I know. I, I heard she that. Looks she looks for was... it, though. She understands what confirmation bias yeah, is. Yeah, like she she's knows. high level. Uh, boys, I think Retro needs to crank his mic up. Could barely hear him all day. Also, happy birthday, Morgan Jorgen. Is it your birthday, no. Morgan Jorgen? No. Oh. Oh. Uh, CBS. My birthday is the the day, Ryan, what are you, the 30th? Are you the day before or after? The day before you. Oh, wow. See, Chargers fans born together. You're an 81 too, right? Uh, no. Okay. See somebody here? I actually missed the fan 590 feed. <laughs> It goes both ways. Well, thank you, especially for listening. Yeah, These for other doing. people that don't know any better. Yeah. You, you are doing this despite having better options. Thank you. But you have to name a captain. That's true. There's a lot of things that have to be done right. in sports for things to work. Went back and listened to the March 9th episode, My God Pinder. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shh. That was from our... Uh, That's an Instagram Live only. Yeah, our critically highly, acclaimed. Uh, critically acclaimed Instagram Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the magic number to clinch the Pacific is six. What is That's it to right. clinch a playoff spot? Well, three. I'm guessing it'd be less than six. It's three. Is it? It's a combination of Vegas losses and Calgary wins. It's three. Ten games left. You think you can win three? Yeah, me too. Boomer, we need more Pinder hits from outside the ship. The Lugans on 17th with the loud mufflers add to the experience. Were you on the? Uh, were you doing a thing? I think it was. Uh, okay, let me do the math. Flamestock. Flamestock, right? Yeah. Because we weren't working, so they're like, "Well, why don't you come on?" I said, "Sure." And then uh, I had a buddy back in town from Germany. I hadn't seen for ages. Got so many. My buddies. favorite artist. Uh, so I had to check in, and then I'm like, "I'm just gonna hop out, do a little hit here." And then the morons with the motorcycles and the cars with the mufflers and guys yeah. revving their engines. Uh, I thought it was a great hit. Love loud background noise, right? It's like weapons being fired. Come on, guys. Marty Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Marty was on vacation that day. It must have been Wednesday now that I do this. So everybody taking vacation. Are we the only ones that work here? I mean, you're a walking stick guy. I get that. But... Back sore. Carrying this place. It's kind of strange to say that it's comforting hearing your voices. <laughs> Next time the powers at B... Should play nails screeching on a chalkboard rather than local GTA sport radio. Now, inf- now there's, it was local GTA sport radio or dead air, like literally silence. In fairness, we only did the Toronto radio one day, I think. It sounded like one day too many for yeah. me. It was a lot it of was. that day. It yeah, it was a lot. But, but again, d- there were things that happened that didn't allow us to do the generic North America sports talk. That's right. I don't know. For me, Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. Call me now. Who's number two? Dabarino doing what a Super Bowl, but what about Montana? Like, okay, stop it. Dead air would have been better, boys. Okay, no, we can't. We're a radio See, station. Really nice. If you switch the dial, people, even if it's dead air, they won't stay. I hope there's one Mitch Marner fan in the city that enjoyed that, though. Oh, they had Jim Rome back, too? I think one day. Wow. With CNC, I think a lot of people would be happy with Maybe that. Maybe one day. Oh. You guys ruined my week. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> 
I'm just, uh, I'm glad we're all together. Everyone's here. We're going to have a week. Tomorrow's a Flames game day. And as somebody uh, mentioned on Twitter, who, how am I going to know to wear my helmet on a game day unless we're there to tell you? So we will be here tomorrow, and I'm guessing we'll advise you to uh, get your helmet Probably on. Probably be tired, though, after that last week. Maybe we could take a day off the end of the week. Yeah, Friday, hey? Probably should, yeah. Solidarity. I'm with you, boom. I'll take the dead air. Now everybody's okay, ra- everybody's just racing, raving about dead air, racing to text in with the dead air blast. Uh, what you want to talk about? It's brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Your experts in automatic door service repairs and replacements. Visit CalgaryLockAndSafe.com. A Rick Ball coming up. Yeah, and do we get Marty Rose later today, or what's the story there, Logo? We gonna Marty get the Rose rundown for what's happening. What's going on there? at your station over there? Yeah. Marty Rose. See you tomorrow, buddies.